1: Welcome. We're so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. Get your Bible, get a notepad, something you can take notes on and bring your faith because we're expecting to receive from God today. Amen. You know, in the atmosphere of the Word, things change. I said in the atmosphere of the Word, things change. I remember years ago, my goodness, it would probably be... almost 40 years ago now. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, um, I remember I was just having something slight physically that well, I was dealing with. It wasn't anything that was hindering or uh, any way or um, it, it didn't seem to be anything that, you know, affected me to where I, it had to stop me from doing what I needed to do. But I... Um, I picked up a book by Lillian B. Yeomans one day Mm -hmm. and she has four wonderful books on divine healing. Mm -hmm. And I was just reading one of them. Mm -hmm. And just while I was reading it, all of a sudden the power of God hit that part of my body and I felt every bit of that, just leave. I, I was not consciously releasing faith. I was in the atmosphere of the word. Of course, I was receiving it in but what I'm saying, the atmosphere of the word, things change. Bring your faith, bring your faith, attach your faith to that word. Amen. Uh, We've been looking at the past couple of episodes. What are we to do? In a time of testing, in a time of adversity, right. how do we handle it? What are the steps that we're to take? Yeah. So we invite you to go back and watch the previous episodes because I said things I can't take the time to restate. Right, but they'll be a blessing to you. Um, I was quoting the scripture in Hebrews where God said to me one day. He's, he just this scripture came out of my out of my spirit and I spoke it out loud. And uh, I will boldly, I will boldly say of the Lord, He is my helper. And then when I said that scripture, God spoke to me and said, "Do you know how I help you?" And He said, "When you put." my word in your mouth. Mm. That's how I help you. Because then we give him something to perform. Amen, Amen. because the word tells us God hastens to his word to perform it. So whenever we speak his word, we're giving him something to perform. If we don't speak his word, he's got nothing to perform. And you say, well, why doesn't he just move? He knows I have a need because he performs his word. He doesn't perform your need. Right. Right. So lay his word on your need. Amen.
0: Yes.
1: And he performs his word and it changes that need. Right. Amen. Yes. We've also been looking at, and I'm gonna take the time to do it. It's basically our golden verses, Psalm 37 verses 18 and 19. And I wanna take the time, there's three translations that I've been reading it out of, and I, I wanna take the time to read it again to you, but I don't have time to comment on it. That's why I say go back and watch previous episodes. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. The NIV translation says, The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care. I like that. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Not ever a day I'm not under his care. Not ever a day you're not under his care. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, look at this: disaster comes. Uh-huh. Right, right. There are times of disaster. Yes. But look how it affects us. They'll not wither. That's right. right. Amen. 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 The, having a having an inheritance doesn't mean that wrong things don't come. It uh-huh. means that we the outcome. Is different for us. That's right. yes. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. Mm-hmm. So n- notice what God says about famine it's our plenty days. It's our days of plenty. What's that mean? When everyone else is struggling, we increase. We multiply. Amen. Amen. The New Living Translation reads, Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. Mm -hmm. And they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. Mm -hmm. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. Amen. Amen. Now, remember what God said to me. How do I help you? By you putting my word in your mouth. Amen. Yes. This is a verse to put in your mouth. That's right. In hard times, in famine, in difficulty, when there is seemingly not enough, we'll flourish. We'll have plenty. We'll have more than enough. Yes. We have an, Why? Because we have an inheritance that we're drawing out of. Uh-huh. By faith, we spend that inheritance. Right. Yep. You know, when an inheritance is left someone, they can spend it. Well, how do yeah. you spend it? How do you spend God's inheritance with your faith? Okay. You speak faith words. Yeah. You declare what's yours and say, "I make a draw on that," yes. in Amen. Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, I want us to go to Psalm chapter 107, in verse two. Psalm 107, verse two. And let's read this familiar passage. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Mm-hmm. If you're born again, you're redeemed. That's, That's right. You're yes. redeemed. Yes. Amen. All you have to do is say, I, the Lord's redeemed me. That's right. The Lord has redeemed me. Amen. What has he redeemed us from? From the hand of the enemy. That's right. Anything that is of the enemy, you're redeemed from.
0: That's Amen. Right.
1: Yes. How many of you know sickness is of the hand of the enemy? Mm-hmm. Lack yes. is of the hand of the enemy. That's Torment, right. fear, yes. doubt, yes. anxiety, panic, mm-hmm. yes. tragedy. Yes. All these things right. are of the hand of the enemy. We're redeemed right. from the hand of the enemy. Yes. Yes. Now, it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What are you to say? I'm redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Yes, amen. Um, Notice something about this, because we're redeemed, we have something to say about that. Right. Right. We have to activate our redemption by saying it. Yes. Amen. Um, our redemption won't work for us until we say it. Right. Right. Amen. People are wanting, well, you know, why doesn't God do something about this? Why doesn't God change this? Uh, your redemption is waiting for you to say something. Mm -hmm. What's this mean? It is a voice activated redemption. Mm -hmm. That's right. Amen. Amen. Have you ever seen a voice activated device? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might have a phone and you say, hey, Siri. And it talks back to you. Mm -hmm. I've I've had conversations not even talking to Siri and Siri talks back. I go, I didn't call for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's a voice activated thing. Uh Yes. Amen. Our redemption is voice activated. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. It's waiting to hear from us. Yes. Amen. And uh, the more we activate it, the more we receive of that flow. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise so the Lord. we have to say something. And this is showing us a truth in verse 2 of Psalm 107 let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Because if we don't say so, the redemption doesn't work automatically. Amen. It yeah. works at the saying. Yeah. Right. And you need to say specifically. Uh-huh. What is that redemption working for you? Mm-hmm. Yes. You say, well, I'm, I'm redeemed by the Lord from what? The hand of the enemy. What about the hand of the enemy? What's the enemy trying to do in your life? Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. Right. My children are redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Say it. Yes. Amen. Yes. My, my marriage is redeemed from the hand oh, of the enemy. Right. Satan, you're not doing that in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. My business is redeemed from the hand of the oh, enemy. Amen. You have to say specifically yeah. what you want God's power to work for you. Right. You say, well, why, why do I have to say specifically? Everything we do in life is specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Everything we do in life is specific. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you got dressed this morning, you had to specifically take clothes out. Right. You didn't just say, well, you just didn't walk in the closet and say, well, why am I not clothed? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you have to specify which pieces you take out and put them on, right? right? You can't even get dressed without being specific. Right. That's right. Haven't you ever seen kids who were very specific, young ones, they're getting dressed and my goodness, at summertime, they came out in a fur coat, you know, <laughs> uh, some kind of heavy wooly looking coat and they had a scarf and they had a hat on and go, no baby, that's the wrong specifics for this right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> And they'll, they'll dress wrongly for something or in a the winter time, they'll go and put on their swimsuit, uh, wrong specifics, but they were specific.
0: Yeah.
1: You don't want to speak the wrong specifics. You want to speak specifically what belongs to you in Christ. Do you know, you can't even go from your home to your place of business with, without being specific. Yeah. Uh-huh. You had to walk out of the house specifically, yeah. get in a specific car, right. take a specific key, push a specific on button uh-huh. and drive a specific route. Right. Right. Uh-huh. right. right? Yeah. We're specific all the time, all throughout our day. But when we come to God, well, you know, if God wants me healed, he'll heal me. Mm-hmm. And then we quit being specific. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. You didn't even eat dinner unless you were specific. You can't even put anything in your grocery cart at the grocery store unless you're specifically taking something off the shelf because just walking your cart up and down the aisle does not put anything in it. Many Christians are just walking their life up and down the aisle of their redemption and not taking anything out. Take something specifically. What do you need your redemption to do for you? Amen. How do you take it? With your words. Right. With your words, it's a voice-activated redemption. Yes. That's what this verse tells us. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Our redemption won't work until we say so. Amen. Amen. Yes. We have to know what has He already provided. Don't talk about what you've already, whatever you're already feeling or whatever you're already seeing. Talk about what it is you want that redemption to work for you. That's Thank right. God I'm healed by the power of yes. God. And in the face of pain, I say I'm still healed. Why? Because healing is not a feeling. It is part of my redemption. Uh Amen. And then you hold to that. You have to say it. The day we don't say it is the day our redemption is not able to work for us.
0: That's
1: right. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. So really, the life of faith is a life of saying what the Word says. It's a life of saying what God says. And this is something that we were saying in previous episodes, speaking about in previous ep- episodes, is in a face, in the face of need, in the face of opposition, tell your need what God says. You have to talk to your need. Amen. Don't talk to it about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to it about how it's affecting other people. Talk to your need about what God said. That's Amen. Right. Amen. To, to pain, to symptoms, God said I'm healed. So I don't care what my body says. God said, don't believe anything more than you believe what God said. Don't believe your body more than you believe what God said. Don't believe your finances more than what you believe God said. God said he'll provide every single need of your life. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. We have to understand this, that faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. Faith comes by hearing. The Word tells right. us yeah. faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So he's talking about faith comes by hearing what God says. Right. Uh, faith doesn't come just by words, not all words. Mm-hmm. Some words will produce fear, yeah. but God's words produce faith. Yeah. That's right. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Yeah, but notice this, faith comes by hearing. Faith does not operate by hearing. Right. This is where a lot of believers are missing it because they, when they're faced with a need, they just hear and hear and it's right to hear. You need to hear. Why? So faith can keep coming, but faith comes by hearing, but faith isn't released by hearing. Faith doesn't operate by hearing. You can't just sit and read, 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 read what the word says, but never release the faith that comes. You have to release the faith. You have to spend the faith for it to operate. Well, how do you do that? Faith comes by hearing but faith is released through words, through right. what you say, yeah. and it's released through what you do. Yeah. This is what Psalm 107 tells us. Let the redeemed of the Lord say yes. so. Right. It's telling us we have to say something. Yes. Why? Because we have to add our faith to the redemption. Yes. Yes. That's right. We have to add our saying to our redemption. Yes. Yes. That's how we add our faith to that redemption. Yes. It is our faith that converts that redemption into power. Yes, that's right. Our yeah. faith converts the word into power. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we have to say something. Uh, so faith comes by hearing, but faith is released through what we say and through what we do. Right. The more we say it, the more we have it, yes, the less we say it. Yep the less yes, we, have. we have it. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's right. Right. The more we say it, the more God will perform it. Right. The less we say it, the less he will perform it. That's right. Well, the Holy Spirit is a performer. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. He performs what God has said. Right. When we say what God says, he recognizes God speaking. He recognizes God's words. Yeah. Uh-huh. And He performs it. So the more we say it, the more we're giving Him to perform. And He loves performing in our lives. Amen. 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 When, we te- when we tell our need what God says, we open the door for the power of God to perform it. It's up to us to open that door. Yes. Amen. Faith is simply an open door. Right. It's not your faith that heals you. It's not your faith that causes uh, your money to come that you need. It's faith that opens the door to the power of God that heals. It's the faith that opens the door to the power of God that provides for you. Amen. 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 Uh, Faith comes by hearing, but you have to take that faith and open the door to the power of God. Remember what Jesus said? He said, the father in me, he does the works. The father in us, is the one that does the work. It's the power in us does the work. The Holy Ghost in us does the work. Amen. But it's faith that gives him access. Right. It's faith that invites him. Mm-hmm. And I say it this way, faith gives him permission yeah. to yes. work. Amen. God will not work in your life without your permission. That's right. Why? Because he's not a violator. Right. He will not violate the will of someone and work uninvited. I love what dad Hagen, brother Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen was our spiritual father for decades. And one of the things he would say about God, he'd say, God is a perfect gentleman. Mm -hmm. He will not violate someone's will, someone's desire. Now the devil will, but not God. And, um, that means that God will not work uninvited. So it's our faith that invites him. Yes. It's our faith that gives him permission yes. to do, right. to work by his power. Yes. It's not your job to get rid of pain. Right. It's not your job to get rid of symptoms. It's right. your job to open the door for yes. his power yes. to yes. Get, to deal with it. Yes. And it's yes. your faith that is that open door. Amen. 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 Faith is an open door. If we can open the door to the power of God, we can also close the door to the power of God. Right. We don't want to do that. No. We want to open the door to the power of God and close the door to the devil to work. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, one way, one primary way that we close the door to the power of God is through this flow called worry. Mm -hmm. Worry is a closed door to God. Why? God can't cooperate with worry. Why is that? Well, you have fear and doubt get together and they produce an offspring called worry. That's where worry comes from. When people fear and they doubt right. what God will do, then they begin to worry. Right. To worry is to forget God. Wow. That's good. I said, to worry is to forget God. That's good. And so, uh, worry closes the door to the power of God. But mm-hmm. faith, faith says. I don't know how God's going to do it, but I I expect him to do it. You don't have to know how he's going to do it before you expect him to do it. Uh I'm a door opener. I'm a door greeter. (laughs) In our local church, we have a door greeter. People that are assigned to that post, your life, your faith is assigned in your life to be a door opener to God and a door closer to the devil. You see the wrong thing coming, you slam the door. You see God coming, you see God moving, you open the door. Amen. Amen. It's just Amen. that simple. Yes. It's not hard. It's not deep. Uh-huh. Amen. It's just say, God, I see what your word says. Come on in and do it. That's right. yes. Yes. Amen. Devil, I, I recognize that thought that's coming against my mind. That's not my thought. I'm going to close the door. I'm not doing that.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. Amen. Yes. It's that simple. Yes. Yes. Your faith is God's permission. Yes. Your faith is God's open door. Yes. Um, I don't know about the rest of you, but I like stuff. Yes. <laughs> I like stuff and, um, you know, um, I buy myself Christmas presents. (laughs) I buy myself birthday presents, but I don't wait till my birthday. I don't wait till Christmas. (laughs) I just, (laughs) all the year long, I I buy myself birthday presents. Is it your birthday? Sometime. (laughs) Sometime. I'm just going to get in front of it and I'm going to be ready. (laughs) And so I, I'll order my, I'll order myself something. Do you get online and you just easily order, you push a button, Mm. place your order. There it
0: is.
1: (laughs) And, um, when I go home, I I don't know. I just like almost at least a couple times a week going out and looking to see if something's been delivered, Uh right? Uh, It's not so thrilling when it's something functional, Uh I will order something functional, but when it's something sparkly or something, you know, whatever. I I, I especially like that. But even though when I order something, I place my order and there's my credit card attached to it, and I've paid for it, I've selected it, I put it in the cart, I gave it the address where to send it to, and I push pay. As far as I'm concerned, it's mine. Even though it has not yet been delivered to my house, mm-hmm. it's still mine, right? It's still right. yours when right. you order it. Uh, then the delivery guy comes and he drives up in front of your house and he puts it in front of your door. It's been selected. Mm-hmm. It's been paid for. Mm-hmm. It's been delivered. Mm-hmm. But there's still another action that has to happen. Yeah. To, to get it, to enjoy it, you have to open the door. Yeah. Yeah open the door. That's what our faith is for. It's not enough to say, I want it. You have to open the door and take it. Now, what if I decide I'm not going to open the door? What if I'm going to worry? Worry is deciding to keep the door closed to the power of God. Even though that package has been selected, paid for, and delivered, I can't receive it through a closed door. I can't pick it up and enjoy it and bring it into my home, into manifestation right. in my life Amen. until I receive it. I've got to open that door. Yes. Worry is a closed door, even though it belongs to me, even though it's been paid for. Right. Jesus paid for it. Yes. It right. belongs to us. Yes. But if we're going to worry, it's the closed door between me and what belongs mm, to that's me. That's right. Yeah. Amen. 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 We have to make sure, are we worrying? Right. Mm. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jesus has provided everything, but it won't come automatically. Mm. It's our faith that receives it. We have to open the door That's right. to Amen. take it into our own life. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Um, so how do we open the door? We speak words of faith. Right. How do we close the door? Well, one way we close the door is we worry. Mm. How yeah. do we know if we're worrying? if we're thinking about it. Dad Hagen taught us that so well. Brother, that's the best way to describe it and it will nail your hide to the wall. If you're thinking about it, that's worry. Well, Pastor Nancy, I'm not worrying. I'm just concerned. That's what I said. If you're thinking about it, that's worry. Because you're trying to figure out a way to accomplish it.
0: Right. That's true. Well,
1: praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. 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 That package can sit on that doorstep for days and it's still mine. It's still mine, but until I open the door, I can't enjoy it. Amen. 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 So anyway, we have to close the door to worry. Turn with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter six and we'll start reading in verse 25. Matthew six Verse 25, Jesus is speaking and he said this, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. So notice this, he's listed three things here. He's listed food, Mm -hmm. he's listed drink, he's listed clothing. Three things you do every day. And really they're the most, they're the least of, least important of the three things you do every day. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Caring for your children, mm-hmm. going to work, all these things that are even of greater value mm-hmm. than what did I drink? Mm-hmm. What okay. did I eat? What did I put on? Right. And if he doesn't want us worrying about the least of what we do every day, you know he doesn't want us worrying about things of greater importance. Amen. Amen. Now, if he said this, he said, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Mm -hmm. To be worried about your body is taking thought. That's right. To be worried about your finances, you're taking thought. Yeah. Amen. To be worried, people thinking about their body, thinking about their symptoms, thinking about what they're feeling. I realize that's a temptation, but we have to renew our mind and say, I'm going to do what the Word said. I'm not going to take that thought. That's right. Not taking the thought doesn't mean we're dismissed from using our faith. Right. Yeah. We're not going to worry, but we are going to use our faith. We're not going to open the door to the devil, but we're going to close the door to him, but we are going to open the door to God. That means we've got to use our faith. We're going to say what God says about it. I said, we're going to say what God says about it. And if we don't say it, God is not invited to do it Amen. Yeah. because it's our saying of faith that opens the door for him to come in. Right. Yes. Amen. 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 Many times people are waiting to be healed and God's waiting for them to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You say, well, I did say it. Well, keep saying it. That's right. Keep yes. saying it. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because many times people have spoken words against their health, mm-hmm. spoken words against their body for so long, it's pushed it away. Yeah. Right. Wow. But as you call it, As you say it, that that power will come closer and closer. If I could say that, so to speak, you'll feel it more and more with the faith that opens the door to God's power to move and work. Amen. The Word tells us, uh, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. So if Jesus says not to do it, that makes it a sin to do it. Right. Worry Amen. is a sin. We yes. cannot worry and receive of the power of God because you yes. can't sin and receive the power of God. Yes. So we decide we're done with the temptation of worry. That's right. That's right. That's the temptation of sin. Amen. Yes. Well, you don't want to miss it. We're going to keep keep going along this line, and then until next time, remember this: Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, Visit DufresneMinistries.org. When God increases you, every arena of your life will increase. In this book, I Have a Supply by Nancy Dufresne, you will learn how rich and unending your supply is from God and how to make it a reality in your everyday life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, October 15th through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting your miracle. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him, but many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store.